will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element. It's not a tumor. My first wife was targeted. She's a pilot now. Oh, now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally, fuck your own face! Alright, we're back with episode two of Sintarded. I'd like to start it out with something that uh, happened on the interwebs today that some people may not know of because I follow some trolls on the internet. So I figured I'd fill Dill here in. Okay. So I'm your host, Nick Sin, and I'm with... Dill Sin. And this is Sintarded. Do you know who Matt Gates is? Uh, I don't know. The name sounds familiar, but I'm not entirely sure. What okay. do you think? So Matt Gates is like a uh, U.S. like congressman, like the House of Representatives. Oh yeah. I, I don't believe he's a senator. Um, he's one of the House representatives. Just so you know who he is, there's there's the picture of him. He's the dude okay. With, I think I have seen him before. He's the dude with like a five head. Yeah. Like his fucking forehead is so big that you call it a five head. Oh, gotcha. And if you didn't know who he is, that might give you an in, in, you know indication on what you know the man looks like because you've probably seen him on the news. But if not, you know, Google it real quick because we're poor and don't have video yet. <laughs> um. So what happened was I follow a uh, a guy that likes to troll politicians and like he goes to rallies and like it and it's it's great because he doesn't i genuinely really don't know where his political ties lie because like he'll make fun of the left and the right so i'm pretty sure he's just uh you know off to the side like fuck off with your bullshit kind of a thing Mm -hmm. but uh so what happened is he went to there was a dinner event that he had Matt Gates and Michael Picard if you uh, don't know who he is but you can find it on his Facebook page and I'm pretty sure he has a YouTube page as well um I will actually click on this link here I'll find out that's not his YouTube page somebody else made a video about it because apparently Newsweek made an article about it. This is how bad the troll the trolling went. Yeah. Is that Newsweek decided to do an article about it. So Matt Gates is uh he has allegations against him of like I guess sending sending pictures or having sex with an underage person. Yeah. I don't know the extent of it if it's like, you know, 17 or you know whatever, but Yeah. allegations, right? Mhm. So Michael goes to this dinner that Matt Gates is doing with a giant blow-up sex doll. Oh. And he runs in. Uh, here's the Newsweek article. I can read directly from that. I guess he busts into this dinner yelling, Make way. Matt Gates, I got you the underaged girl. Oh, no. And so... This is, uh, this is from the article. As Picard was escorted out of the room by security guards, the, Re- the Florida Republican was heard saying, this guy's a real piece of shit. <laughs> so Picard's latest stunt was a nod to allegations that Gates had sex with a minor and possibly violated sex trafficking laws for paying the 17-year-old girl to travel with him. Gates is denied having sex with anyone underage. Like, of course. Why mm-hmm. would he just be like, oh yeah, I totally banged that. Yeah. Like, that's fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, it's just like, of course he would fucking deny it. Of course. So, it gets better. Because he basically comes down to, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, So, asked about the stunt. Gates told Newsweek, here's a quote, I'm probably going to fuck it up because, you know, I can barely read. (laughs) Thanks, public school system. Northwest Floridians naturally have visceral reactions towards weirdos with atrocious physiognomy. Physiognomy. Basically, you're fat. Yeah. Right? I can't say that fucking word. You know, I get all tongue-tied. English hard. Yeah, English hard. So, he said, basically, you're fat and ugly. Right? Yeah. That was the quote that Gates made to Newsweek about this situation. So Picard, they asked him for comment. Picard criticized the congressman's response as evasive, saying, I'm not sure what my physical appearance has to do with the accusations against him, but if politics does not work out for him, he could always start selling ad space on that forehead. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Hit him with the forehead joke, damn. Uh, If you want to, you know, if you want to, like, you know, kind of catch up on it, he's, he's got a... You know, his Facebook page and everything. I, I think it's set up like a uh, like a public figure kind uh-huh. of thing. So it's not like the... I think Facebook has like a 5,000 friend limit or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And then you gotta, you got to turn it into like a, a page or whatever. You, you have to have a page if you want to yeah. have like, you know, actual followers or whatnot. So I don't know how he has it set up. But, um, yeah, it, it fucking tickled me pink. For yeah, that's, fact that's funny. That I like it whenever somebody comes out and just, like, truth to power, just, you know, says, whoa, 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 let's talk about it. Because, I'm me personally, when it comes to, like, the government, like, the biggest thing I want to know about is I want to see the Epstein client list. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's been what? Was it 2019 that he died? Yeah, I think so. So we're up to four years Four years, man's dead. Yeah. It's like, why won't you? Why won't you show us? Yeah. Why won't you tell us? Why can't this be, you know, to the public? Yeah. The There's public, no reason. The public already knows that, you know, the public already believes that he didn't kill himself. Mm-hmm. So the majority. The majority. Yeah. There, are, there are plenty of people that probably just yeah, goofy. Yeah. But uh, I would. I want to know for this. You know, it, it just. Is it past, you know, Congress people? You know, Bill Clinton fucking flew on that plane mm-hmm. and went to the island like 26 times. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of, bunch of celebrities did, so. Yeah, and I, I I want to know. Yeah, I would like to know as well. It's, it's like, if this CEO of a bank yeah. was a part of it, I want to know. You know, the government, they'll, they'll tell us about the, you know, UFO retrieval program, but they won't tell us about the Epstein list. Well, and I, I absolutely hate it whenever you ask about things, yeah. you know, that you're genuinely curious about that should be fucking news. Yeah. And they t- they fluff it off as like, oh, that's a matter of, you know, national security. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, dude, what the fuck does that mean? I hate it whenever people use that argument. Mm-hmm. National security. This is the most vague fucking thing on the yeah. planet. And it's like, you mean your security, mm-hmm. not my security. Yeah. I'm pretty sure national security, the, you know, 
500 million guns that we have in this yeah. fucking country is our national security because no one's going to fucking invade us Yeah, for the simple fact that, you know, homeboys wouldn't give a fuck about the Geneva Convention. Yeah. Like, True. that you want to have the worst fucking time in your life, let these good old boys just let them loose. Mm-hmm. I swear, Florida man needs to be our generals. Oh, yeah. Florida man? Yeah. If, if China or Russia or, you know, anybody, any, it could be the UK, decides to invade us. I think that we should just, we should all look to Florida and find Florida Man, because there's plenty of them out there. That should be our fucking job. They're they're all getting incarcerated all the time, so we may have to bust them out, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's Florida Man arrested for ad, you know, shocking, you know, insert here. If you will hold up a liquor store with a fucking alligator, imagine what you would do with military armaments against an invading force. Like this is this would be some ingenuity shit. <laughs> Speaking of the government, though, did you hear about the uh, the stuff? The that dude from the Department of Defense came out and said about like UFOs and stuff, the I've aliens. Been, that I've been hearing a lot of things about. Like they're they're start, and it it makes me wonder because it's like okay, you're wanting us to talk about the aliens, and it's like so. What are you hiding? Yeah, that's what I'm. Wa- I'm wondering. Like, that's more inflammatory than fucking aliens. Yeah, that that thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, it's got to be a. It's got to be a look over here situation, right? Oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's I'd... what I'm thinking. It's it's a look at me. Well, it's, it's just like that. Uh, that Titan sub. I mean, the internet. The internet fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. They lost their shit. But there was, you know. I, there was some story about how, like, J.P. Morgan Chase deleted some, like, 45 million emails during that. Like, that that was the story that was out around the same time that got damn near no coverage. Ah, interesting. And, and you're just like, wait a minute. What, what were in those emails then? Yeah. You know, because the American people have a very short attention span. Oh, for sure. Which is more It's than, like a week long. Which is probably why... We continuously get the same shitheads in office, probably because it's like I feel like it's it's a uh, it's political gold if some crazy scandal happens in like the first hundred days of like the presidency, mm-hmm. because by the time the four years is up, no one's gonna fucking remember that, and nobody's gonna care. Nobody's even gonna look at it. And even the people that do remember it, and they're like, yeah, but what about like say Hillary Clinton? Like, what about Benghazi? And they're like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about what they did in their past. I mean, look at just about anybody who's been. You know how like uh, Joe Biden is all about like you know community and you know black rights and gay rights. There's fucking, isn't there like news articles of him shaking hands with the KK, leader of the KKK back in the fucking like probably the man like been. the fifties and shit. Well, like I think the man the man's been in office since I I want to say the early seventies. Yeah, he's been in for like fifty fucking years. Uh-huh. So it's, it, it's just like things like that, and then like people are just like Trump's the best thing for America. Do you know why he's famous for being a corrupt businessman? <laughs> That's why he's famous. Do you not remember, remember that? I, I get it. He was president and all that, and he's funny when he talks. But oh, dude, yeah. What about how he became famous about ripping, you know, the system off? What about that? Oh no, no, we're gonna forget about that. Well, I I think he's popular because 
one, he has, like, The Apprentice, and, you know, he has that, like, you know, no-bullshit kind of a persona that yeah. he put off in that show. But with that, I I think he's more popular for the simple fact that um, he says what people want to say. Yeah. And he, he's a good talker. I'll give him that. He he's plays, a really good talker. He plays into that what people want to hear. Mm. Like, whenever he was, you know, debating Hillary Clinton... And was just like, you know, if I were in charge, you'd be in jail. Yeah. And people were like, whoa! Yeah. I think it's because, you know, everybody wanted it, because that yeah. was the thing. He wouldn't have been president mm-hmm. if they chose Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't under I don't understand how, you know, the, it kind of shows that they're selected in these parties. Oh, for sure. Instead of actually, you know, elected yeah. by the people. For the simple fact that Bernie had a lot of shit behind him, and they're like, "No, no, 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 we got to get behind Hillary." And people are like, "But I don't like Hillary." Yeah. And they're like, "Fucking tough it out, dude." And mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't have had Trump. Yeah. If they chose anybody else, because there are so many people that voted for him for the simple fact that they hated that woman. Yeah. And that, she had the track. That's record. what I hate about modern politics. It's it's pick the lesser of two evils each time. I hate that. I hate that so much because they're just like you have to vote to make a difference. I'm like, but it's two pieces of shit. They're like, just but you got to vote for the lesser evil. That's why I'm I'm curious to. I'd like to see the population, even if it's not like a winning amount. I want to see what it would what would be if say because there's always a third party candidate. Like the Libertarian Party always puts a third party candidate up, but this time there's like the People's Party. There's the Green Party, there's there's all these different, you know, places that are thinking about putting somebody on the ballot. Yeah. I would like to see a very large portion of the population just be like, fuck these two. Because right now it's looking like it's going to be Trump-Biden rematch. Yeah, that's what it looks like. They're the only ones that are getting any censorship, on, you know, like being shown online or anything. Yeah, everybody else is like, well, there is a theory going around, though, that Trump... It, launched his campaign to run again because he's hoping he's thinking that there's going to be a, a plea deal of like hey we're going to we're going to say you know we're going to drop the charges for this you know classified information and you know January he, he has 6th. allegations against him right now doesn't he he's been indicted really yeah he's been indicted he's been indicted on the Stormy Daniels payout because they're claiming something about like finance law or something that got violated there for the payout because he Hmm. didn't report it correctly as a payoff. He tried to hide it. Uh Um, But then there's the the classified documents that were found in Mar-a-Lago. You know, that's something on it. And then they also have the January 6th stuff that they have in their back pocket that they haven't, I don't believe they have now announced yet. So... There's a conspiracy going around that he launched his presidency to try and get a plea deal of like, hey, if you don't run for president, then we'll drop all this shit. But at the same time, that'll show that this has all been a farce. Yeah. This has all just been political just to get him to not run. So, and... He still would take that either way, though. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that something tells me that might... He might think that that hurts his brand. So he wouldn't take Those are it. some nasty allegations he's it, got, though. Like, that's really bad. But at the same time, when you have that kind of money... You can avoid jail time, You can sure. avoid jail but, time. But I'm just saying that's... 
He's got like like steal in like stealing classified files. Says he's no longer president. And he had them. From what I gather, and you know what, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me either way because I see it as bullshit to begin with. Because Biden had classified documents that were found in his Corvette at his residence that he didn't return back whenever he was vice president, and no one's talking shit about that. It's true. So I'm like. You know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna go after one, you have to go after the other. Yeah. In my eyes, at least, if you want to have the scales of justice to be actually balanced, you know, I feel like that should be. It's just like, I mean, if you want to go after him, we got to go after him too. Yeah. And since they're not, that's where I look at it. And of course, they're probably gonna say, "Well, you can't indict a sitting president." And it's just like, really. Pretty sure they could do something yeah. that you'd be like, okay, we, we need to indict him. Yeah, probably. You like, know, why, why would that not be a thing? Like, if he stabbed somebody to death in the Oval Office, you wouldn't indict the fucking president. Yeah, that'd be, that might be an issue. You know, he's our leader is a murderer now. Yeah, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I see it as, I see it as bullshit from that aspect. I could see it going either way. I just don't think that his ego would allow him to take that deal. You might be right. But conspiracy theories are fun. I like the wild ones, though. Oh, yeah. The like, wild ones are always the most fun. Like uh, Crater Earth. Have you heard of that one? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. So you know a flat earth. Yeah. You know, everybody knows a flat earth. Yeah, they think it's a disc. Yeah. No, uh, Crater Earth is the conspiracy theory that, like, Antarctica is, like, the wall around the you know our like plane of existence but we're actually just our entire world is in like a big giant crater of a bigger body interesting okay the face that you're getting me giving me right now is just like are you retarded yeah i'm that's an interesting theory i'll give you that you know Uh, so and then it's just like okay well then and they're like that's why no what that's why the government doesn't want you to go to antarctica and you know, all this stuff, and it's just like, you know, no, I I would say that they don't want you to get to Antarctica because they have technology that they don't want you to know that they have. Yeah. And that's probably where they're keeping it, because they know that the average person can't go to fucking Antarctica. Yeah. And if you just were like, I'm going to go to Antarctica and crack this code, you're going to die. You know? Yeah. It's just like, you're not going to get any support by anybody, you're going to die. So, they're yeah. just like, this is the most secure place we could possibly make to house all this shit. Because what people don't realize is that, you know, in what, the 50s? 50s yeah. or 60s? When, you know, computers were starting to... That was when the internet was born. Yeah, that's the when inter- shit was getting real, technology-wise. The internet was originally a project from the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. The U.S. government is what created the internet. So, think about that. That's that's why we were a superpower for so long because we had shit like unbelievable communications. Yeah. Like next level communications. Yeah, you could send you could send orders directly across the world instantly because they had the internet. They could use it as secure comms and no other government had the ability to intercept those comms. Yeah. They had is, no idea of what it even was. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet that there's some, and that's where I I venture forth of like okay, how much of these UFO sightings are actually government 
technology being tested that the Air yeah. Force people don't even know. You, th- you, you think that this may be like the government's testing some technology they don't want people to know about and they're passing it off as an unknown flying object? It could be that. And that branching out is more conspiracy theories that are leading people off the path? Is it that could, what you're saying? Yeah, it could it could okay. be that. But I also don't discredit the fact that they're, you know, with the vastness of the universe, yeah. there has to be alien life out there. I agree. I think I think there has to be. Do you believe in the theory of like of like infinity? Like there's no end to anything? Like there's me and you in this exact instance with this exact pause happening somewhere else to the exact T with that light shining doing a podcast right now? Oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, the infinite, infinite the yeah. Infinite do dimensions. you believe do you believe that? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd like to I I I'd like to believe that's the case, but that's that's an incredible theory. Well, look at um, think back on something stupid that you've done in your life, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know how when I was younger, I'd go to quarries and like there was um, I jumped off of a sixty-five foot ledge that I had to clear a tree. Yeah, and I was told by the people there that my back came like a foot from hitting that ledge. Yeah, right. So that means that in another, you know, in an infinite reality, that action that I took, there was one instance where I did hit the ledge. Yeah. So I died there. Uh Uh-huh. You know, or I was paralyzed there. And so that is the universe that, you know, I was a paraplegic. Yeah. You know, or I died right there. So there's so many different times, you know, there's, so there's a, there is a universe out there that. You're tr- you're traveling to work that day. You died. Yeah. You know, so it's like it helps. I personally think that it helps you appreciate the the now. Yeah. Because it's like when you think about that kind of a theory, it's like, well, I've probably died. You know, if you look at how old you are and you count how many days, how many you've close been alive, calls you've had as well, how many close like... calls you've had. Say, you know, you're this age and you've been alive for, you know. Say you're 30 years old, and at 30 years old, you've only been alive almost 11,000 days. So that's 11,000 times in a in an infinite, you know, possibility universe where, you know, infinite possibilities happened every single mm-hmm. day to shape who you are in different universes. You've died almost 11,000 times. Yeah. Because there was one universe that you died on day one. There was. A I, it's universe... probably even more than that. It's probably even more than that. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Because you could have like tripped and fell, busted your temple. You could have. You could have. There's yeah. There's there's if in infinite. infinite there's an infinite time, number of possibilities as well. Yeah. So you've died an infinite number of times. Yeah. And you've survived those an infinite number of times all simultaneously. Yeah. It's such an interesting theory, isn't it? Yeah. I like it. I do too. It. But, you know, so that means that, like, say, you know, we're sitting here, we're doing this podcast and all this stuff. So there's also a universe where you're a fucking billionaire. Yeah. You know, there's there's a... Uh, there's another one where you're a crackhead in the ditches, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a weird thing to think about that there's a universe out there where you're like Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> because you're some billionaire that came up with some idea and executed it. And now right you're, place, right time. Yeah, you know. and now you're trying to change Twitter to the letter X. 
because you're fucking weird. Yeah. And didn't even think it through that, I guess, Mark Zuckerberg has the social media use of X copyrighted. And, like, Microsoft has, like, the letter X copyrighted for, like, a logo or some shit is what I've heard. So, like, he's done, he did zero research. It was just a billionaire going, I like the letter X. And it's like, Mark Zuckerberg. Fucking, you can't use the image, and now you can't use the text either. Yeah, yeah. But, like Mark Zuckerberg knew that Elon has this infatuation with the letter X, with SpaceX, and you know all that. That he decided to copyright it and trademark when it, I guess he. I, I don't know when he did it, but I think it'd be funny if to find out he did it when he was buying Twitter because he's <laughs> just like, funny. I'm gonna fuck this dude up. Wow. So it's just billionaires trolling billionaires. When you got that much money, what else do you do? I. Take a nap. I, I Eat. just, I can't, I can't imagine having that level of fucking money. Yeah, and wanting to blow it on that if much. If I shit. had that much money, I think I would just like, I would literally donate so much of it to everything, and then just go off into the woods somewhere. Like honestly, like there would be no reason to stay in society. You know what I mean? Like, you have everything. You know, I. I understand, like, wanting to continue to do things, but it's like, for me, I would like to travel. Yeah, just to have have fun, enjoy it. Spend it all enjoying it instead of pursuing more. What is the numbers game about? That's what I'm so confused about with rich people. They've already met the cap. There's no more... They're, you're no longer surviving. According to you're them. You're playing Mario. You're collecting coins, dog. Like, you, get, that, you see what I'm saying? Well, like, according to them, there is no cap. That That's the thing. You have in your mind that if, you know, if they handed you $100 million, if somehow you made $100 million, yeah. then you would just, you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Com- I literally would be comfortable for the rest of my life unless unless the dollar wasn't worth anything at some point. Which, thanks, Fed. You're yeah. doing that. Yeah. Uh, but to them, there is no cap. With Bezos, there is no cap. He's like, you know what? Why don't, because when you're on that Forbes 500, you probably become obsessed with rising in the ranks. Because That's what it is. It's a numbers game. That's what it is. It's the number one guy, and you're like, I want to be the number one guy in that They're playing Mario. They're collecting coins. Yeah. It's fucking stupid, is what it is. That's why, man, I'm not going to say the things I want to, because it's going to make me sound like a, what's that word for hating humans? What's that? What is that word for somebody who hates humans? I'm. What is that? I'm drawing a blank. What is that called? I forget off the top of my head, but it really sounded like that. What I was gonna say, but man, I really feel like rich people need to be humbled before they can be rich. But a lot of rich people create more babies, and then those babies start rich, and it's just an endless cycle. They already got the money, you know what I mean? So. And then they make babies, and then those babies are even more stuck up, and the silver spoon, and then, you get what I'm saying? When you and, when you don't have to work for it, oh you yeah, know, you can't appreciate it. It's easy to it's easy to critique a billionaire though. Whenever you know you're like, oh well, if I was a billionaire, I'd do this. You know, I I acknowledge the fact that if I had, if I was worth a hundred billion dollars, yeah, like some of these crazy fuckers are. I acknowledge that it would be difficult to just be like, oh, yeah, here, here you go. Because, like, with, say, Elon or Jeff Bezos, 
they're worth a hundred billion dollars. But what people don't realize is that that hundred billion dollars is set up mostly in like equity. Yeah. Because it's like he owns the headquarters to Amazon, or like Musk, he owns the property that SpaceX and Tesla is on. He also has share options for those companies. Same thing with Amazon and Bezos. So it's like they're worth a hundred billion dollars. But it's not like they can go to the ATM and check their balance and it yeah. says $100 billion. Yeah. You know? It, it's what they're worth. It's it, not what they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, you know... When, again, that, that's what being rich is all about. It's that a lot of the things that they're doing, like transaction-wise, it's not giving money and receiving money. It's a promise or, look how much I'm worth. You want me on your side. That's one of the things... You I, know what I mean? I'm curious about it and would like to know more because i i find like finance videos and stuff online where they talk about like you know how some rich people kind of protect their money yeah and they talk about how like they can they can take out a loan and that's how they can they have money and that's how they avoid taxes because debt isn't taxed yeah so they can take out a loan so their money is the debt you know what i mean and then they can yeah that's how it works yeah it, I talk a lot of shit about the federal government, but seeing as how I'm a member of the you know local libertarian party, like I've tried to, I've tried to get into it and actually see the inner workings. Dude, your local politicians are just as fucking bad. Oh, I'm sure. It's it's funny around here. It's red. It's all red. All red. So of course, they talk mad shit about Biden. Mm-hmm. Right, As they do, yeah, and it's not hard when Biden, yeah, when Biden does the Build Back Better program, you know, and it's a trillion dollars, and people are like, "Why the fuck?" I thought, you know, we need to be physically conservative and all this stuff, and you have all the local and state politicians ranting about it. You have federal politicians ranting about it. Yeah, but see, he can sign that bill. It's your local politicians that take that money and spend it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think there should be a receipt for every bit of money that gets paid for anything in the government. I want a receipt for everything. And that I've, has to do with my money. And I've looked at the local budget, and because I was like, okay, where can we where can we try and save money? A lot of it goes to salaries. Yeah, and like they vote. They vote on a 5% raise. That's what they did last year. It's like, well, does that mean your taxes are going to go up 5%? Because the cost of everything is also going up. Yeah. So your taxes, that's why your taxes go up. I under You get into the public service. You work for the street department or you work for, you know, the, you know, you work for the clerk. You know, you, you get into a government job. I'm not saying that you should be poor, but I'm also saying that you shouldn't be some of the top paid fucking people in the area. Yeah, no doubt. It's just, that's fucking dirty to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Especially around here, because it seems like it's a small group of people that are, you know, in those places yeah. to where every election cycle they're just like, well, I'm not going to run for this, I'm going to run for this, so you can run for this. And because around here, 
the Republican Party is the only thing around. The Democrats yeah, are there like is dead. No, yeah, there's no chance for blue around here. Yeah, so that's why I threw myself on the ballot the last election. Just like, hey, here's an extra option. Yeah. That way you don't go to the polls and you're like, this is the only option I fucking got? Yeah. That's, that's another reason. My buddy, my buddies always tell me, that they're like, you need to vote, you need to vote. Like, And, and I got a couple buddies that, are, that swing a lot more left. And they wanted me to go that direction. And I'm not going to say which I would rather be because, honestly, I didn't want to pick, quite frankly. I don't like either option. But I just – I don't see the point when I – has Indiana ever not been red? Ever? Maybe. Maybe a decade ago? Not even – did did Obama win Indiana on his first election? I don't know. I honestly don't know. You'll have to look that up sometime or something, but I just, I don't, it never changed. Like, you ever see the, the map that shows who they are? Indiana's solid red every time. There's such a tiny fraction of blue. It just seems so silly to go out of your way to vote that when it's just, there is no chance. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, Barack Obama won Indiana. Wow. In 2008. He beat John McCain by 30,000 less than 30,000 votes. It was close still though. It was close. It was close. But and I It's that's surprising that Indiana won that or, or you know, I I grew up and you know like my mom still is Democrat, mm-hmm. you know, so I grew up like, you know, hearing those things and it's like, oh, I guess I'm a Democrat. But then as I got older and I'm like, wait a minute, the Republicans make some sense over here. Mm-hmm. So then I started swinging that way. Yeah. You know, especially after, cause like, you know, I, I'll admit, I genuinely thought that, you know, Obama might go in and do it. I was 2008. I was like early twenties. I was in elementary school. I knew nothing. Yeah. I was a babbling child. So, you know, early 20s, and, you know, I hadn't been in very many elections, you know. Yeah. Actually, that might have been one of my first elections that I was ever able to be a part of, at least presidential, every four years. You know, all that hope and change talk, and then he comes in, and it's just like, you know, you could argue that he got stonewalled by by the Republicans whenever he got into office, you could make that argument. And, I mean, that argument's probably a little on the valid side. Yeah. But he, also, but he also did things that were kind of, like, against that. Yeah. Like, you know, when he, when he said, you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, when he was talking about Obamacare. Yeah. And then Obamacare comes out and is like, yeah, that was a lie. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, that was, like, my first time where I was seeing where he would say something and then do another. And so then the next election cycle, you know, I started paying attention. It was just like, well, you know, this side, you kind of swing that way. Well, then I saw that they fucking lie all the time. So it's like, well, where do you go from there? And not only that, but both sides got some silly shit going on. Let's be real. Like, you ever hear about the left talk about guns? Yeah. They have no idea what they're talking about. They have no clue. And at, like at the same time, the right doesn't know what they're talking oh, yeah. about a lot of the times, too. Yeah. Because... Look at uh, look at the Barbie movie. They're all pissed off at the Barbie movie. Why? 
I guess because um, it starts out with like you know girl power, girls rule the world oh, kind yeah. of a thing. Okay. And they're like this woke shit, blah blah blah. And I'm going, isn't that Barbie's brand? I was about to say, isn't that literally Barbie is women empowerment? Yeah. I am lady. I am woman. Yeah. Like, what, isn't that the whole thing? What What fucking you know? Obviously, they they probably had them, but I'd like to see the sales figures. How many Ken dolls were sold over Barbies? I guarantee you Barbie sold more. Yeah. I guarantee you Barbie sold more. You know, more. if a movie came out about Hulk Hogan and he came out, you know, lifting heavy shit and going, Yeah, brother! The dude, you know, the women wouldn't be like, wow, that is so, you know... That's so toxic. That's toxic masculinity. They'd just be like, that's a fucking Hulk Hogan movie. That's motherfucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He says brother a lot. Yeah, that's a brother right there, you know. Back to my, my point of the third party, I'd like to see the public say say they won. Say they were just like, you know what, we're going to give another guy a shot, and the libertarian candidate won. How would Washington, D.C. operate at that point? Because neither side could blame the other. Yeah, that would be so odd because it'd be un- it'd be the most unbiased president possible. Yeah. Because they, they doesn't dictate to, it doesn't pick either side. Because libertarian is its own sort of thing, right? Yeah, I, it it drives me nuts whenever yeah. I hear people describing a Republican and they're like, "Oh, it's the, he has this libertarian, you know, economic policy," and it's like, "No, he's a Republican." Yeah, you know, that's the label that they put on it. Don't try and put another label on it of like, "Oh, he's no libertarians can see both." I piss off both sides. Yeah, because I can see, I can see. The gun argument, which pisses off the left. But I can also see the benefits from, you know, welfare services, which pisses off the right. You know, I can I can see the merits of both sides. And that's that's where it's like, I just want to have a conversation about what actually would help us. Because yeah. right now, sending... God loads of money to Ukraine. That's not helping us. Yeah. What would happen if that $100 billion went to the interstate system? We might have a decent interstate. We, we might have fucking fixed interstates. Yeah. We wouldn't I mean, have potholes. The, the amount of terrible conditions of the roads and sidewalks and just the town in general just looks rough. And on our way to Indy, when we went to go see the micro center, it was... It was insane, the quality of the streets and the road. It wasn't until we got to the big dog city that it started looking decent. You know what I mean? But even Indianapolis, I hate driving in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. There were there was one time, I swear to God, I thought I fucked the car up. Yeah? Because I'm going down this road. It's a two-lane road, but it's Indy. It's busy. And so I'm in this lane. I have other cars next to me. And there's a pothole that's like eight inches deep. Oh fuck! That I just had to fucking hit. You just had to tank it because there's you couldn't do anything about it, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you know you see stories of people that go out and they fill the potholes themselves, and the local government gets shitty about it because they claim that they may not have done it right. And it's like, well, well then, then you, you don't do fucking it. do it. Then you do it. Then we wouldn't have to go out here and fix it. People would have a lot easier time. With taxation, you know, like the the if liber- it did something the liber- right? the libertarian, like you know that and I I see the point that taxation is theft because it's like if you don't agree with how your money's being spent and you're saying I'm not going to fucking pay you anymore, straight to jail. Yeah, 
You know? So, it's like, you either pay them, or you're fucking locked up. Yeah. So, I understand the argument there about taxation is theft, but it's like, I feel like people wouldn't have that fucking problem if, it, yeah. if they actually saw it benefiting them in their daily lives. If they paid that money and that money was going to them, and not some random shit that has nothing to do with them. Look at the fucking education system. Yeah, unreal. Terrible. The... I I went through the public education system. Same. I can't tell you. They, they didn't teach me life skills. No. They taught me how to wake up early and listen to commands to go to my next class. Yeah. A bunch of bullshit. Raise your hand when you want to speak. Yeah. You know, ask for permission to speak. Ask for permission to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, hey... In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. You're going to need that yeah. in life. No, I, I'm not. I remember saying to a teacher one time, this is freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. And she says, not here it's not. You have no freedom of speech in school. I have, I have complete control over all of you. I'm like, wow. This doesn't feel like prison at <laughs> all. <laughs> well, and I like that the high school was actually... Uh, the blueprint for it is for a prison. Yeah. And they switched its intention later on. That's yeah. why there's bars on the fucking windows. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, open the window. You can't. They're bolted shut. You can't open the windows. That's bulletproof glass, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can come in. It's like Hotel California. You can check in any time you like, but you can yeah. never leave. I remember thinking to myself, like, man, why is none of these windows in the cafeteria ever been broken even since my parents went to this high school you don't know why because that motherfucker's meant to take bullets that's why and well and then they have uh you know since because columbine and like all that stuff happened whenever i was young yeah so that was like you know i i guarantee school shootings happened previously before that but they weren't talked about to the extent that they were after columbine Mm -hmm. and so nowadays you know, I, I remember the there was like, you know, resource officers and stuff whenever I was there. But now they have legitimate just fucking cops in uniforms. Yeah. And it's like, what feels more like a prison now? Yeah, I know. It's literally a prison. It's guarded fucking police officers, barred windows. Even the layout of the thing looks like a prison. You know, I think that we would, uh, we would help with, um, with like the school shootings. If, because bullying is going to exist. Oh, yeah. That's human nature. It's Yeah, it's human nature. It's, that, 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 it's like, it, it's literally like, I don't care who you are. There's something you point at and you laugh and you pick at for something. I don't care who you are. You could act like you were the best person in the world. Everybody has something that they look at and they're like, that's different than me. Ha ha. Everybody. It's built into you to do that. And, you know, it's, teach your kids that, you know, because like, like I tell, I tell my daughter, there will be people in this world that do not like you. Yeah. It, it is what it is. No matter how hard you try, they will not like you. Mm-hmm. You just need to accept it. Just don't, you know, you know that person doesn't like you? Fuck them. Yeah. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to interact with them. When they try and interact with you, play it off. When they make fun of something, lean into it. Because mm-hmm. it means that it, it takes away the when it when it when a bully sees that it bothers you. That's, that's where how the that's power what, is gained. Yeah, that's how it's fueled. But I also think that it would help if we brought back. I, I've heard stories from you know like you know my stepdad about how the, he had a squabble back in school with somebody, 
and the gym teacher was just like, shut the fucking gym doors and said, when you guys walk out, it's done. And they yeah. beat the shit out of each other. Damn. And it's just like, bring boxing into school. That, that's one thing that, that's changed a lot in modern society, I've noticed, is everybody's afraid to be rough with their children in the sense of like, Tough love is necessary for children, I think. The kid needs to learn to be able to... I'm not saying be mean to your kid. I'm not saying not show your kid compassion and love, but your kid needs a level of suck it up, okay? Because this is life. At some point. Yeah. And kids aren't getting that anymore. And you can tell because there's grown men, 22, 25 years old, that are squalling in public situations. Now, I ain't saying there's anything wrong with crying as a man, but... You get in a public situation where you're doing a political debate with somebody and you get countered and you start crying, that's embarrassing. That's that's a problem. Okay. When somebody challenges your views and you just break down. Yeah, you start you just yeah, you lose all ability to control your emotions. Like you you, you seriously need to take a step back and look at yourself, brother. Because that's one that's one thing where I will give credit where credit is due. I enjoy that about the older generation mm-hmm. is that when they're like, You're offended well, who gives a shit? Who cares? That's the way you should be. You should be like, I don't give a shit, and move on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Why are you offended? Yeah. Well, here's why you shouldn't be offended. This is how it is. I think another reason is there, a lot of people like to attach their identity to their their beliefs. Like That's a very big problem nowadays, I think. Everybody's got to attach something to their, their personality instead of just being themselves and being like, this is what I also believe. You know what I mean? And then if somebody presents you with fucking information that counteracts that belief, then maybe you can change that belief. Yeah. But, but a lot of these times, like, somebody, like, argues or they, they make a point against your belief and you have it attached to your person, so now you're personally offended because that's you. That you've put all your cards into it. Well, that's so, just such an unhealthy way to look at anything, I feel like. So, <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about... Why some people may see that I'm an asshole in this story, mm-hmm. but you know, like like my talk about the the troll that confronted Matt Gates. Yeah, you know, I I enjoy it when you know people stand up to power because ultimately, in this country at least, we the people are the ones that should have the power. Yeah, but we I feel like we've lost sight in that. And that's where it comes to my penny situation. Mm-hmm. So, I know that you know you know this. You've probably seen the video because I did record it. You know because I wanted to try and help safeguard myself, but it got a little out of hand. We'll just say that. So no doubt a little story. So I was on my way to the bank for something. I, I can't remember what it was. But I got pulled over. And it was this state trooper. He was a nice guy. You know. But he gave me a seatbelt ticket. And I mean, we even talked about why we have the seatbelt ticket. Because I'm a I'm a firm believer in no victim, no crime. Mm-hmm. How is me not wearing a seatbelt, you know, harming anybody else? I'm yeah. risking harming myself in this instance, right? Mm-hmm. If we got That's into your own if, decisions, yeah. If I got into an accident and I didn't have my seatbelt on, I could become a projectile and go through the windshield. That's my that's my personal choice. 
And you know, I was talking to the to the cop about it. He was he was pretty cool. But he ended up giving me a ticket because the policy is click it or ticket. Yeah. You see the fucking signs all over mm-hmm. the state. That is the truth. And I remember you were very like, I'm not wearing a fucking seatbelt, I don't care, pull me over at that time. I yeah. remember. You were like, yeah. fuck it. So Yeah, it was just like now it's principle. Yeah. Now I'm fucking pissed off about it. Because I can be petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be an asshole. But when you know, it, it's the American like we used to. Now it seems like we're not. But we yeah. used to have this. You're not my real dad mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm like, that okay. is the American way. It's like when somebody says, "Hey, don't do that," and it's just like, "You're not my real dad. Fuck off." Mm-hmm. So I look at it as you know. All these it's not about safety, it's about generating revenue. They have to yeah. have revenue coming in in order to pay the, you know, and you know, I get it. I get it. So, I was on my way to the bank and I got this ticket. And I had seen videos of, you know, like people paying speeding tickets and stuff um in pennies. And so I was at the bank and I was just like, "You know what? Can I get $25 worth of pennies?" Because that's how much the, the seatbelt ticket was. Yeah. I know a lot of places are a lot more expensive than that. So, we're lucked out there. The cop told me that the reason that they we have a seatbelt law is because Saturn, a company that doesn't even exist anymore, was wanting to put a plant in in one of the cities in Indiana. Yeah. And one of the stipulations that they wanted was that we needed a seatbelt law on the books for whatever reason it fucking mattered to them but then they didn't end up putting the factory in anyway so we have this law on the books that we were trying to cater to a corporation and that corporation didn't even come here Hmm. that's what that's what he told me yeah that that he believes that's why we have it so I asked and apparently you get it's a box from the Federal Reserve, and it's $25 in pennies. Like, I was like, damn. I sat there and fucking cracked them open, and, you know, Pour they were... into a bucket? Yeah. The, no, I, I kept the box. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I kept the box, and I went fucking petty as shit, too. So I, I wrote extortion money on it. Yeah. And, you know, all loose. You know, I didn't want to give them, you know, 50 rolls... And it's just yeah, like it's easy for him to count. Fuck yeah, that. this is yeah. Even though then it's just like, are you sure I put fifty cents in there? Yeah. Are you sure I yeah. could have hand rolled those? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, and then that fucks with them, and it's like, God damn it, now I got to break them apart. Yeah. I didn't think about that beforehand. I was just going full petty. Yeah. So I went to go, pay the ticket. And something that people listening because there's a. We have one OG, according to our uh, our analytics on the uh, the site we use for the podcast. There was a dude from Belgium that downloaded us, so shout out to the dude in Belgium because I wasn't expecting that. That's an odd place to pick up our podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you find it? Yeah. Like, what were you searching? Um. But shout out to you, man. I'd like to hear from you. Email us in at centarded at protonmail.com. But, uh, you know, I 
in order to go pay this ticket, you have to go to the clerk's office. Well, the clerk's office is in the bowels of the of the courtrooms. Yeah. The bowels of the courtrooms. So I had to walk for like ten minutes to get there. No cell phone signal. So, you know, you can't like Facebook live it. Yeah. Nothing like that. So I just had to record it. And, you know, so I had for posterity later. And I went down there, said, you know, I'm here to pay a ticket, you know, look it up. They get the ticket. I'm getting ready to dump it out. And she's like, no, 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 don't do that. Well, at that at that point in time, this guy walks over and starts saying, we're not, we're not taking that. And I start fucking arguing with him. Yeah. Because... I knew just enough contract law to basically get me in trouble, uh-huh. right? Like, I knew that this was currency. The United States Congress... Lawful tender. Yeah, it is lawful tender. It's legal tender because yeah. the United States Congress says it's legal tender. So a government organization has to take it. If they refuse to take it, then that means that the contract's null and void. Because that's how the government operates, is basically through contracts. When you go and get your driver's license, you are signing a contract with the government that you will adhere to the traffic laws. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. It's all contract-based. And so I started arguing with him. I didn't realize that this guy that I was arguing with was a fucking judge. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that's who that was you were arguing with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, he was getting irritated. Yeah. So he orders me to be taken into his courtroom. So they put handcuffs on me and bring me into the courtroom. They take him off, and I'm sitting at the table where, like, the defendant, you know, would be sitting. Yeah. All these people behind me that are trying to get their cases seen that day by this judge. <laughs> and he's yelling at me that we are not going to take your box of pennies labeled extortion money, and I'm just yelling at him, why won't you accept legal tender? Yeah. And he's getting, he's fuming pissed, fuming pissed, and basically tells me to get the hell out of his courtroom and to not come back until I have a cash or money order for the $25 for the ticket. Yeah. And I leave. Well, so, I'm not thinking anything of this. I upload the video, right? I didn't know that in Indiana, it's illegal to film in a courtroom. And I upload all that footage inside the courtroom. 45 minutes later, I have sheriff deputies knocking on my door with a summons to go to fucking court because I... I filmed in a courtroom and posted it online. Yeah. So I take it down and I edit that out and then I re-upload it. At this point in time, it was like 30,000 people had watched it. Yeah. And I re-upload it. Well, that basically kills the momentum of something going viral. But that's basically the only thing that got me out of that situation because as soon as that happened, he had to recuse himself because he was a part of the squabbling. Yeah. Because he was the one arguing with me. So he couldn't preside over that case. So then it had to get picked up by another local judge. And, you know, he was... He was cool. 
ish. Yeah. He basically, whenever I was there, he was like, hey, go and get the fucking money order, pay this ticket off, and we'll drop this. And I'm sitting there going, great. I'm trying to, I was trying to pay your extortion money, and now you're fucking like, you're trying to do even more, you know, by saying, this will go away. I should have fought it in court. Yeah. But your sister was pissed at me. Oh, yeah. You you, you were more worried about the wrath of the, the lady. Than... Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, dude, true. she didn't talk to me. She was mad. She was pissed. She was pissed. So, yeah, that, that's basically how that went out. But then, like, a year or so later, I got a speeding ticket. I remember it was one hundred and fifty two fifty. I don't remember how fast I was going. It had to have been like, it had to have been like 70 and a 55 or, you yeah. know, like something like that. Cause I, I have a bit of a lead foot on me. I, I got that hurry up, uh-huh. you know, when I'm in the car, it's like, I need to get Go where I'm get going. It. Yeah. I, I can't, even with the adaptive cruise control in the new car, I'm still just like, man, I'm fucking going slow as shit. <laughs> I'm going the speed limit. This is slow as fuck. It's like, I need to zoom it. Yeah. I really wish I could get a, uh. A little like CB, like you know, intercom thing. So whenever I'm in the car and there's somebody in front of me, you that, can speak to them. You, yeah, I can just be like, "Hurry up, hurry your ass up, move!" It's the pedal to the right, motherfucker. <laughs> like it, because there are people that just don't seem to be in any hurry to go anywhere. No. So I got this speeding ticket. So this was round two, but it wasn't in our county. It was in the county north of us. I didn't think this one through either, because I'm going to tell you guys right now, 152.50, okay? That's a lot of pennies. That's a lot of pennies. That over 15,000 pennies. So I have a, um, I have a five-gallon Lowe's bucket filled with these fucking pennies. You should have seen. I had to plan this out because you can't just go into a bank and say I want one hundred and fifty-two fifty in pennies. <laughs> They're like, we don't have that. At least they didn't at my local bank. So I had to put in like a change order. They had to do a special order to get all those pennies in. Wow. And it took me a while to break all those fuckers up. I bet. I bet. That's probably like fucking hour and a half, two hours was, of work. It was. It was a long drawing process. But not only that, but where the uh, clerk's office is there, um, the only place to park is at the bottom of a hill. I think I know exactly where you're talking about, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to park at the bottom of the hill, and I had to carry this five-gallon bucket up a hill. I bet that fucker was probably like 90, 80, 90 pounds, it wasn't was it? It was fucking heavy as a fuck. A five-gallon bucket a full five of fucking bucket. pennies? So, I haul it all the way up the hill. I have to haul it up like 20 steps just to get in the front door to go through security. And next time if this happens, I'm using a two-wheeler. <laughs> Think, you know, work smart, not hard. Yeah. Going off of this newfound knowledge, I go into the the uh, the security point, and the first chick I see, the guard. Oh, somebody's got a point to make. Yeah, oh, that's what she says. <laughs> that's what she says to me, and I just kind of, I just kind of smile. I'm like, 
yeah. <laughs> and so then the guy through security is pissed off on the opposite side of the metal detectors because he has to he has to funnel out all these pennies into those fishbowl things that oh, you toss yeah. your keys and your wallet into to go through security. Oh no, you're fucking with me. He had to take all the pennies through it? He had to take all the pennies to make sure I wasn't hiding like a Glock in there or some <laughs> shit. Because, you know, I mean, I guess, to be fair, there's some fucking crazy people out there. I understand. I understand. You don't want to be that guy that was just like, yeah, it was a bucket of pennies, and then he ended up shooting up the courthouse. Like, How many fucking, how many trips did it take on that conveyor? He was pissed. I bet. He was pissed. Because he had to, like, tip it over and, like, scoop them all out. And, I mean, it took bowls upon bowls of these fucking things. It had to have been, like, ten bowls. You're fucking with me. And oh, then, man. And then he has to dump them back in, and he's like, okay, you're clear, go on. I go into the clerk's office... And she's like, we don't have the manpower to count. We don't have the ability to count all this change. And I just kind of gesture around to the office because there's like 20 people in the office. You know, this is a big, this is a fairly decent sized city. It's a college yeah. town. I was like, I see plenty of change counters. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's your problem with me? Like, do this or discharge the debt. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Finally, after all this going round and round, she's like, let's let's go talk to, you know, they, I guess, had to, like, you know, call the, call the judge to see if they had the ability to talk to me because they wanted to make sure they weren't in the middle of a case or something like that. So finally they were just like, let's go talk to this judge. And so I go talk to the judge. I learned my lesson. I turn the fucking footage off. I think that's the footage that I seen because I I remember you going, all right, guys, I gotta go. We're going into the we're going into the uh, what would you say the courtroom? And then it, you killed it. Yeah, I I remember you said you could. I, you were like, I can't even do recording. But at the or, same I can't time, even record audio because they they argued that you know in the first bit like they they had signs posted and stuff. Well, I was in handcuffs whenever I was in front of the doors, mm-hmm. and like, what am I gonna t- I'm gonna tell this fucking cop that's like you know I'm. He's like, you're going to respect me. We've never met. You're going to respect me, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he's already copping an attitude with me. And I'm already fired up because Mm -hmm. I'm getting into it with the judge. You're in cuffs over pennies. I'm I'm in cuffs, which I shouldn't have been. That's that's ridiculous that they had you in cuffs. I was argumentative, but I wasn't being, like, threatening or anything. There was no reason to detain you at any point. To be fair to the judge on that first instance, when I came in and I had cuffs on, he's like, dude, you didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, at least he acknowledged, like, what are you doing? Like, I just wanted him in the courtroom. You didn't have to fucking cuff him and bring him into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. So, the, so, so the judge didn't ask for that. The cop was being he a hothead. He didn't say cuff that man and bring him into the room. So the cop was being a hothead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Typical. So so I killed it, and I go in and I talk with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the difference, because our county's red, like we said earlier, and their county's blue. Mm-hmm. It's a college town, so it, it generally goes blue. If you look at the map of Indiana for any form of, you know, uh, like the, the 2008 Electoral College, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the map on who voted for Obama, who voted for McCain, the major cities, you know, Indianapolis, Bloomington, Gary, 
you know, like all these big city the bigger places. The one, they were blue. They're blue. It's the, all the the country and shit. The rural red. small towns in Indiana are red, but since the entire state, all that area, the the little ones add up to being a little bit more. Yeah. That's usually what pushes us over. You know, but it it's different in like, you know, New York City is like a vast amount of what the state population is. So mm-hmm. that's why it has a lot more sway. So, I mean, I'm talking with her, and she's very nice. I will say. I will tell everybody here. This judge, I can't remember her name, but she was very nice. Mm-hmm. She was like, I respect your, you know, I understand this is a protest and all this stuff. So here's what she did. So I, I'll, I'll drop some knowledge on you here. What she did was she, she acknowledged my... Uh, my view of the discharging the debt kind of a thing. But she said she wouldn't do that. So what she did was she issued a judgment withheld on that speeding ticket. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that if I were to get a ticket in six months for anything, for anything at all, I failed to use a turn signal, I Mm -hmm. failed to yield anything, I would have to pay that ticket plus the speeding ticket. Which I then, I looked at her and I was like, you realize that if that's the case, then I'm just going to be back in here with compounded, like, okay, I have enough for both tickets now. Yeah. And she goes, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, so I left. And I took my, my bucket of pennies with me. I had to carry them down the hill. I was expecting it to be a one-way trip, and somehow I still got shafted. I still you had got to, the pennies. <laughs> I had. I still had the fucking pennies. Oh, it was just God. like, God damn it! I was even gonna give him the bucket. It was Keep a two-dollar bucket. bucket. Keep the bucket. Keep the fucking bucket. I don't care. Shit in it. I don't give a shit. So, I had to carry it back down the fucking hill, and now what do I have? I have a hundred and fifty-two dollars in pennies. <laughs> So what happens? I have to go back to my bank and I have to use their coin their coin sorter. And so I have to start dumping all these pennies in so I can get the money back into my account because they I, I tried being like, hey, I have this and they're like, Yeah, use the coin counter. We're not counting all that shit. <laughs> they're so, like, fuck that shit. So so I'm in the bank in front of this coin counter. Ca- everybody's giving me fucked up looks they just think like this motherfucker has a lot of change yeah and it's like yeah well you know you don't know this whole story i was trying to fuck up the courthouse and they you know <laughs> they, they got me fucked up i man. was being an asshole and now i'm sitting here fucking paying karma for it. bitch you know yeah so i'm done i fill the fucker up mm-hmm. i get halfway through it and it's like we can't accept anymore it just starts shooting fucking pennies <laughs> out of the rejection <laughs> So I then had to go up to one of the workers and say, um, your, your coin sorter is full. I, can you empty it so I can finish putting my change in and getting it counted? Mm-hmm. And they send out this fucking old lady that I heard some very colorful language coming from this old woman. Oh, no. Because all the change, that she's just like, 
how many fucking pennies do you fucking have? Like, oh like holy shit. Because she's breaking her back and trying to get the pennies out of this. It's probably like 15 thing. pounds worth of fucking pennies in the lockbox at the bottom. And then I was just like, yeah, I've got more. Oh, no. <laughs> so I finish that and I, fi- I go through. Well, so to find out, because a friend of mine, he's now, he's now a Bales bondsman. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking with him about this situation because I met him during the first penny situation and he's actually the chair of our local Libertarian Party. Mm -hmm. He's a great guy. Great guy. And I'm talking with him about something one day and that that comes up because for a while after that, I was trying to get them to pull me over. It was like I wanted a round two. Yeah. With the, you know, with the counties. Like, let me go back. Like, round two. And he was like, you realize, because I guess, like, because he's a bail bondsman, he speaks with a lot of different cops. And apparently in the local area, they all know my name. But it's not because I have a police record. Yeah. It's just that I'm apparently a shithead. Yeah. (laughs) That is like, I'm going to take your shittiness and I'm going to channel it and, and, like, refine it like fucking uranium. And I'm going to try and turn it into a petty nuclear bomb kind of a thing. (laughs) And they're just like, fuck off, dude. We don't want to talk to you. So he he pulls up my record, my, like, driving record, and he goes, Mm -hmm. see, every time they pull you over, they see judgment withheld. And he goes, that tells them that you went to court and won. So they don't even want to write you a ticket. Because that means that they're going to be dragged into court, possibly. Oh, and they're like, fuck that. And they're like, fuck that, I don't want to go to fucking court just to lose. Like, it's going to waste my time, it's going to waste your time, you know, whatever. So, that's my my story of being petty. And I, I I don't like being an asshole. And normally... I, I work with a guy that I say this, and he's like, "Don't say that. I don't like that. I don't like that phrase." Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm not, I'm not a mean asshole. I'm a playful asshole. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "Never say that to me again." <laughs> so, it's you know, like I'll yuck it up and stuff, and like you know, bust your balls and all that. Like that's me being a playful asshole. Mm-hmm. But whenever some dickhead tries to tell me, like you know. You have to wear a seatbelt. Tom uh, Petty initiated. Yeah. 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 That's whenever I'm like, eh. when Fuck it comes, you, buddy. when yeah. it comes to power, because I, I am, I'm a firm believer that, and there are people that they fucking hated. They called me all kinds of horrendous names because like, how dare you put that, that government employee through that. And it's like, they chose this. Yeah. It, the, have you seen the the clip of the guy from like Iran or Pakistan or something? It might even be from India, but it hilarious. He's like the government is for the people oh, yeah, by, by the, the people, people of but, the people, yeah, but, but the, the people, people are, are retarded. retarded. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I fucking I don't agree with all that dude's ideals. But that that quote, 
I need a tattoo or a t-shirt. De- democracy is for mm. the people, of the people, by the people, but the people are retarded. But the people are retarded, you know? <laughs> You're just like, ah! It's like he's on the fucking, he hit it, he hit it. I, that's one of my favorite things. There, there are certain videos out there online that if you ever need a pick me up, if you're you're ever feeling blue, mm-hmm. they're out there, dude. Yeah, you need to you need to bookmark that shit. Everybody should have a pick me up, like YouTube video mm-hmm. playlist. It's it will change your life. It will change your life. I have one. I one of my go tos is the X Men, um, the X Men voiceover episode. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. It's uh, it's titled like "I'm a Juggernaut, bitch." Oh yeah. And it's like these, I don't know how many guys. I think it's just two guys, but they take like damn near an entire X Men episode from like the '90s, and they do voiceovers. Oh, I think I have seen those. I think I've shown it to you. Yeah. Where he's just every time the Juggernaut comes into frame, he's like, "Yeah, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Yeah, I think they make more than just that. They do old Spider-Man comics and stuff like that too. I love that there's shit. A, there's that one. It, it's like oh, I forget where it goes, how it goes, but it, I know what you're talking about. Where they dub over it. I, I love that shit. Yeah, just it's good. It the whole the whole episode is funny as fuck, especially when the the a bad guy shows up. He's in this like fucking red suit, mm-hmm. and the one guy's like, "Look at this mustard looking motherfucker," and he's yeah. like, "Bitch, I'm ketchup. <laughs> your dumb ass." <laughs> just makes me yeah. laugh every time. Every time, gotta love it. So if 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 you're wanting a good chuckle, go to YouTube and look for. Maybe I can try and get um, a link put in the description. I'll I'll see about doing that. It's called "I'm the Juggernaut, Bitch," <laughs> and hilarious, hilarious. They also there's also like I remember a buddy of mine and I we watched we found those uh, GI Joe like PSAs that they did back in the 80s and 90s where yeah. they did voiceovers. Fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. The internet is just a treasure trove. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, there's a treasure trove of shit, but there's also a treasure trove of I was going to say, the internet is a lot like the world. It's it's filled with putrid disease and wonderful, you know, great things all at oh, once. Oh, yeah. So, uh, something we also like to, to hit on is, are, do you have any crackhead stories from the week? Recently? Let me think on that. Recently. Um... Or is there one in particular that you want to to share? Oh, let me think. I told you the the grand finale already about the the crack wizard, if you will, that came in um, that found the ancient Egyptian artifacts. Well, I don't think but, you. Uh, uh, I think that was on the episode that we scrapped the audio. So if oh, you was wanna, it? I think oh, so. Okay, okay. So I could I could tell you, that one. Why don't you tell everybody the the grand wizard? Okay. <laughs> Crack wizard. Yeah, the crack wizard. Yeah, yeah. He may be a grand wizard as well, honestly, knowing Bedford, but you never know. Uh, <clears throat> but this fella came in, and he was tattooed head to toe. I mean, every square inch of this dude's body. The whites of his eyes were blue. He was tattooed. And he came, and he'd, he'd been in there before. I see him all the time. But this time he was real talkative. And he was talk, He was telling me, he was like, you know, I recently got into, you know, uh using a metal detector i've been finding stuff you know and i was like oh that's cool you know just making simple talk with him and um he brings up how he's uh hey he's found a he's found a spot that has old artifacts and he can't tell anybody the location like because the cia would get on him and i'm like wow that's that's big that's deep 
He was like, yeah, he goes, I found ancient Egyptian artifacts located here in Bedford. I was like, here in Bedford? Do tell, you know? <laughs> and uh, I was like, I, I, I had no idea the pharaohs were lurking in, you know, the depths of Bedford. But here we are. He, uh, he pulls out his phone. He was like, let me show you what I'm talking about. He pulls it out, and I see a bunch of dirt and then this crusty old metal stencil from like 1950 or some shit with the camel cigarettes logo with the pharaoh and fucking pyramid in the background on it <laughs> i and i didn't have the heart to tell him because you never know with crackheads I, i'd be able to get shot if i'm not careful so yeah. i was like wow man that's nuts that's crazy you know don't, don't tell anybody you got you know be careful who you tell you got that and he was like yeah i know he was like i see you all the time though because i trust you i trust you though i was like yeah i was like dang man yeah he's he's a treasure hunter that's not the only thing he's found either that's not the only thing he's found he's got he showed me a picture of his garage and he has probably like 150 200 old coca-cola bottles that take up the entire wall so yeah it's so he's a, a hoarder yeah it's yeah. not like he's finding this shit and trying to sell it on no eBay no he told me he, he told me he was like yeah i could sell this online for 36 dollars this bottle but he's like i'm not going to i'm like why not he was like because it's my bottle i'm like <laughs> well hey hey collect what you want to collect yeah you know i my wife absolutely hates that i've been really getting into the whole 40k thing oh yeah because i have i have all these models and stuff yeah but the big thing that i like getting into is collecting the books i'm starting to get Mm -hmm. into that that's where it gets real expensive well the models get expensive if you're like you know if you're doing like the competitive tabletop Mm. play yeah because they're constantly like doing rule shifts and Mm -hmm. so then you're like well now i gotta get these models because they've got better rules and i want the meta so i can win and i'm like i don't want to i like that i really like that character because i read this book and i want to build him and i want to paint him and i want to put him on the shelf so i can look at him be like i helped create that yeah that's how i painted the thing even though i'm fucking terrible at it i'm trying to get better But, you, only, you know, practice makes perfect. Well, and that's, that's you know, that's where I say do fun shit. Like, yeah. that's very, it calms me down. Like, if I'm sitting there watching a show that I don't particularly care about watching that, you know, the wife or the kiddo want to watch, I can get my paints out and I can sit there and work on a model or I can build a model. And it kind of helps break up just sitting there just like, God damn it, I fucking The monotony hate. of life sometimes. Yeah, because they want me to spend time with them and stuff, you know, like, and, you know, because... Not everything's all like, you know, hey, we're going to the park or we're going yeah. hiking or... We're Sometimes going... it's just chilling out in the in the crib. Yeah. And, you know, it, it gives me something that funnels my ADHD because I like to multitask. And I see, I see my daughter doing it too. Like, she'll be watching YouTube, but she'll also be playing it on her Nintendo at times. I think everybody to a degree enjoys that, a, ba- a background... Like sound or something. Yeah, a lot of the time she's watching like My Hero Academia for yeah. like the hundredth fucking time. Like me, I'll be playing a game and on my second monitor I'll have like a, a YouTube going quietly. Yeah. That's like that lore or something something I happen to be interested in at the time. Yeah. So I, I guess I could understand that. I, I don't necessarily think that's an ADHD thing well, fully. I think that... It, it may be partially, but... Well, in today's society I feel like there's a lot more ADHD because everybody's so enveloped in screens and things. Yeah. There are times, you know, and that's something that helps because I'm focusing on the model. I'm focusing on, you know, getting the mold lines off. I'm focused on trimming that part down so it fits smooth against it. You know, I'm, 
trying to paint the you know outlines of something and getting those little intricate details and it's taking my attention away from having my face buried in a screen yeah and it's so easy to scroll these days like so but she absolutely hates that like there's there's one story that it, it bothers me that there's all these different stories out there they only it seems like the only the stuff that they put in audio format that I can then you know I can then indulge in while I'm driving to work or you know whatever like they only do that with the new stuff so if I want to read other stuff that's already been done I have to either do a Kindle or I have to buy a physical book and I don't want to do a Kindle because I don't like that I spend 10 bucks and I have it, you know, I have like the Kindle app on my phone and I could read it on my phone. My face is now buried in the screen again. Yeah. Or I buy a Kindle and then now my face is buried in that screen. It's cool that you have this tiny little device that can hold a thousand books. But it's beating the whole reason you're doing it. Yeah, what happens if, you know, a comic comes and knocks everything out and like, you know, now all these, you know great works of literature are gone because it was all digital Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons i'm not a big fan of all the digital you know purchasing of video games yeah because if you're you know your the accounts go down all of your games are gone yeah if they quit if they quit doing you know if it's a live service game that's another thing i hate about it is that if it's a live service game and they're like we're shutting the servers down you can't play that game anymore yeah you know you bought that game and now you can't play it anymore even yeah. if you loved it, you can't do it. They're doing that with a lot. Even some of the older games are doing that with now. Like, they made Dark Souls Remastered. Well... You can't buy the old Dark Souls anymore. And I would rather play the old Dark Souls than the remastered version. Why, did they fix bugs and stuff that you It didn't looks like? worse. Oh. Look at the side-by-side. The armors look fucking grimy and rusty. And they don't shine like they... D- the graphics of Dark Souls 1 were Timeless. Timeless. But you look at re- you look at remastered, and ten years remastered is going to look like shit. But t- in ten years, you look at the old version; it's timeless. It never looks bad. Well, and maybe that's they fucked up with the shader engine or something. I don't know. Well, it, how much of that could also be just that you are you're you're having that nostalgia? It's not head. nostalgia bias. I promise. I promise. Because they kept tumble buffing in the shit that made PvP dog shit. It, nothing's changed. You can still do all the shit you used to. It's the look of the game, I'm telling you. Look at a side-by-side. I'm telling you, I'm wondering if if some of that is just... You think it's... You're starting to show your age, and it's like, back in my day, it looked better, (laughs) and it's because that was like the top-tier graphic of the time, and now you're going, man, this looks like dog shit, because you're used to like what Dark Souls 3 looks like. I mean, I can see what you're saying. It could definitely look like that. But sometime, take a look at a side by side and tell me what you think. But so, so my my overall hatred for the whole Kindle thing, yeah, for the digital, I want to physically have it in my hands, mm-hmm. right? Not on a screen. I like the smell of books. You know, of books, yeah. Like you know when you walked into a Barnes and Noble and it just, oh yeah yeah, you were just like oh like if they could the make, leather and the paper, fresh yeah, paper. If, if they could make that scent a candle, oh yeah, I single handedly would probably Barnes keep and Noble's scent. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, if they could fucking do it, Barnes and Noble. If you're still, I, I know Amazon. Come on, fucked get you with up. us, man. Get with us. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know Amazon fucked you guys up, mm-hmm. but come on, do a brother a favor. <laughs> I want my house to smell like a bookstore. Yeah, you know, so. I'm looking. There's there's one uh, 
because the Warhammer Plus thing, they have a Iron Warriors like video. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. It's only like thirty minutes long, but it made me want to read more about the Iron Warriors. So I go looking for what books might be out there for Iron Warriors. There's an omnibus where it has like the trilogy, the Iron Warriors trilogy in one book. It's a hundred fucking dollars. Oh my. It's a hundred fucking dollars because they don't print it anymore. Yeah. So it's like they drop these books and they're like, all right, we made that many copies. We're not making any more. It's like they don't do second, third, fourth, fifth editions. It's just the first edition. It's just first edition, then it's done. And I'm like, God damn. So now she's like, what the fuck? Because I'm like, yeah, I want to read this book. And she's like, oh, how much is it? She's thinking, you know, You're oh, like, it's like uh, $20. <laughs> it's like, it's $20. It's a fucking book. Like, one of the books that I would buy. And then I'm like, it, it, it's $100. And she's like, yeah, no. Fuck you. Yeah, they wanted to binge you for that one. And um, and it, even worse, whenever you're looking at, you know, they have collector's editions that come out. You know, I have that Angron one that they only made 1,500 copies of that special edition. Yeah. And I have number 545 or whatever it is that I have. But it's like, they only made 1,500 of them. Yeah. And then the regular hardback, they, only, they probably only made this much. I don't think they disclose how many they have, but for the globe... If you only made 100,000 copies in the globe, the more fans that continuously pick up the fucking habit yeah. and they want to read those books, that they're like, fuck that, I don't want the Kindle The value version. will increase as well. Yeah, and I'm just like, god damn it. So like, I, even if I just want to read the lore firsthand, read these stories, I'm dropping fucking money mm-hmm. left and right. And I'm, it's just like, Jesus Christ. But that that's like my thing is, you know... I'm into that stuff. Mm -hmm. I advise anybody listening, if you have like, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of ladies that are in the hobby too. But if you want to make sure that your kid doesn't become a crackhead, (laughs) get him into Warhammer. That's true. Because they ain't gonna have the money to buy fucking drugs. They ain't gonna be able to buy that crack rock. Yeah, they're gonna have a different crack rock called. Some people say get them into like guns and stuff like that, and it's like that's that's fine and dandy and everything, but. Warhammer, they still have like that, that guns and all that stuff that, you know, like spikes, you know, boys' interests, you know, and because I got into this when I was like 13. I was just reading, but I had no idea what any of this shit was, but I kind of got into it. And them talking about like the, you know, it's all military and everything kind of a stuff is like that spikes the, the male, you know, yeah. interest. But. It's also a hell of a lot safer for them to be like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this book. Yeah. I'm not gonna go out and do stupid shit with my friends mm-hmm. and so if you if you wanna help combat that, get them into an expensive hobby like that where, you know, their creativity can flow, they read, yeah. they you know, it's all it's it's semi beneficial things. But it also eats all their money. Yeah. When their allowance is like, I want to go buy the new models that came out. And you're like, okay, cool. Then they're not out partying and shit. Yeah, Yeah, you're not getting laced, you know, fentanyl, cocaine. Mm -hmm. Like, it helps save your kid's life. Get them into 40K. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it just... And, I mean, that's... There's special edition, like, for the Siege of Terror that they're still doing. I saw one. It's almost $1,000. For this special edition book, and it's, you're just like, holy shit! Like that's that's 
that's my ultimate collector's goal is that I want to build my own black library, my own yeah. physical black library, because that's the publishing company. It's actually in the lore. There is a black library in the lore. Yeah. But that's what their publishing company is called, Black Library. That's cool. And I'm like, I want to build my own black library. <laughs> that That's what I want to do. That's where I'm at with that nonsense is the money pit that comes with. Luckily, it takes me forever to read a book. Yeah. So it's like a hundred bucks every like eight months. I mean, that's like three books in in total. But I mean, there was a time um, a couple weeks ago, uh, last week, that I was dog tired. I got like no sleep. Yeah. And so I I just, I told him like, I'm going to come home, take a shower, go to bed. Yeah. I'm fucking worn out. Well, in order to try and go to sleep, I was like, oh, let me pick this book up. Two and a half hours later, <laughs> I'm like, I have to go to bed. Now I'm not going to get as much sleep as I wanted to get. Because I was up fucking reading this book. Yeah. You know, it's like, so I can go small stints, mm-hmm. and then I can go, like, fucking marathon stints, and then it's just like, shit. Yeah. Now I need another book. So, Gotta drop another couple hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing too is a lot. Of, some of these books are older and they're not exactly canon anymore. Similar oh, to what yeah. we were talking about last week with like Star Wars, that, but they've altered things. But it's still nice to hear the story. Yeah, you know, I have a uh, that doesn't always matter to me necessarily. I like alternate timelines. I think that's okay. I have one that it's an omnibus and it's like one of the first novels ever written for 40k, and so it's basically like not canon at all. Yeah. That I haven't dove into yet. But I'm looking forward to seeing what their ideas were at the time. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, what were they thinking this was going to go? Did they did the 40K lore come off of the fantasy lore? Like, after? I can't remember which I one know, was first. I know Warhammer, or... I might have these backwards. I know WoW... I think it was the World of Warcraft world. The people who own WoW, Blizzard, were trying to get a, basically like a spinoff of the fantasy Warhammer for their game, for their universe. But they couldn't. They couldn't get the licensing for it. So they made their own. And that's what World of Warcraft is now. And, but that that's how it was back, like way back when, when World of Warcraft was just starting. Well, I they, may have that. No, War- Warcraft, yeah. I, I want to say the the very first game for Warcraft was back when... Because back in the early, like, early, like, well, basically back in the 90s, mm-hmm. the main things that computer gaming was known for were real-time strategy games, RTSs, yeah. mm-hmm. like Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer, yeah. And, like, the original Warcraft, or Warcraft 2, and then Warcraft 3. Yeah, it was Warcraft. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. And so that's kind of where they, they based, they kind of created their own... They couldn't get the licensing Dang. for Warhammer back then because they were making a spinoff for it. So they made their own universe. World of Warcraft did. Warcraft at yeah. that time. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Um, but I still prefer probably the fantasy Warhammer lore over WoW lore, personally. But uh, I was just curious because it's old. It's really old, the fantasy lore for Warhammer. How old is 40K? Like, is that, is that a newer adaptation of the series, or think, has it always been a thing? I think 40K started in, like, the very, very late 80s. 
Eighties, okay, is like the very first, and I mean, it was there was like nothing really about it when it first started. It was just, it was like here's some models, and yeah. like this is what they are, and you know that because everything has an origin, yeah, and like none of this shit was really flushed out at the beginning, yeah, I'm sure. So there's there's that. It's. I'm not exactly sure how it started out because whenever I finally got into it, it was like the early 2000s. And I just, I stumbled, I think the very first book that I ever read from Warhammer mm-hmm. was actually book two yeah. of a two-part like series. So I recently read the first book. Yeah. I finally was, I, I went like 10 years plus without doing anything with it. And then I was like, you know what, let me get back into these things. And then, then I found, and then I found that oh, why did I read this book? Whenever it says in here that there's a book one, like why? Yeah. Did I, I think I just randomly bought it at a Barnes and Noble, and read it. And yeah. I was like, oh, that was good. But I completely lost the first half of the story. Yeah. So I re- went back and read it, and now I'm finishing the book again, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. I wish they would make it an audio book, but I think it's just it's too old. Maybe so. It's early two thousands. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to put that kind of time and money into it to try and revamp that. I still recall my first Warhammer experience, and it was because of you, actually. It was when I was, like, in... I was got to be elementary school, middle school age, and you had this... I think it was an MMO, actually. It was the Age of Sigmar. Was that what it was? And you had, like, fuckers that, like... Like, their arm would burst out into, like, a fucking spike blade, and you could use that as your weapon and shit. I remember I always picked the Chaos dudes. Always for that that was my first experience with warhammer as a kid yeah i remember i remember laughing because you were like what six or seven you may have been eight or nine and you would come over to our apartment on campus yeah yeah that's where i was i'd you'd sit in front of that computer and i remember you playing the original left for dead (laughs) yeah With the mic on, and you're fucking telling people that they're trash and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Like, your dog shit. I still remember that, too. Just and like, I, hey, bro, you going to play the game? Do you know how to play this game? Yeah. And I'm just laughing because it's like this nine-year-old is ripping this guy a new ass, and he's just trying to unwind. This dude probably just got off work from his nine-to-five, and he's got a fucking toddler screaming at him. Yeah. Oh, man. I it It's been a... It, it's an and it's an ongoing thing. They continuously are doing more with uh-huh. it. I, I've yeah, gotten. They're doing. They're, yeah, they're constantly adding adaptations and different stories and branching paths. And now that I feel, almost feel like they're linking the worlds. You know, with the end times and the way stuff's going. Like, I wonder if that's how they're going to do it. It's so odd because there's no. The the rats don't their technology is scaffolding with warp rocks stuck in it. Yeah. And then now they got these like bioweapons and sniper rifles and rattling guns and it just like they're just growing in such a way it almost seems like the future's here. There's a lot of people that want the Skaven to be brought into forty K. Me too. They'd fit in the universe perfect. <clears throat> but like you were saying that because I don't know a lot about the Age of Sigmar lore. Yeah. You know, like, I've, I've played the Total War games and stuff. I mm-hmm. think they're fun. Um, but I don't really know a lot about that lore. I yeah. have I have one um, omnibus that I picked up that's, like, it's Age of Sigmar times. But I haven't read it yet. 
I haven't dove into the Age of Sigmar lore. So, you were telling me that the Skaven don't have the ability to fly. They don't fly. Yeah, they can't fly. They never learned how to fly, at least not yet. And I'm thinking that's that may be why they don't continue on in the evolutionary, you know, growth of all the races. Maybe that's why they're not put into 40. That's what yet. I was thinking was because they have they, that is their main downside is they have no flying units at all, like nothing. They have no option for that. Like it's, that's the main reason I would side with like say the elves or something. I try to side with the elves or something because then I could hire their dragons onto my shit. Scaven with dragons, that's nuts, you know. Yeah. But they can't do it themselves. So I was wondering maybe, maybe they never got spacecraft. Maybe they never entered the you know left orbit. Maybe they just went extinct on the planet. And in in forty k, who's to say? Because if the Imperium found a planet that was Scaven mm-hmm. that didn't have the ability to go into space. They'd immediately exterminate us. Though. Oh yeah, there they, would be no bringing that planet into compliance. They would see it as, as inferior. Yeah, they would see it as Xenos. Yeah, and because they're just they're the most intolerant. Fa- well, every faction is intolerant of other factions because every faction wants to kill every other yeah. faction. They may have little like you know truces here and there, mm-hmm. but ultimately it comes down to I want to rule the galaxy. You yeah. might get in my way. I need to kill you. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I like about it. There are no good guys. Yeah. So you don't have to make a moral dilemma of who you want to like because they're yeah. all bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's in fantasy lore. It's a little different. I think there are some factions that can be considered good, but that's that's fantasy. That's I'm assuming a like the high elves. It, some of the high elves and some of the human factions too, like Sigmar and them in the fantasy lore. Yeah. They 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 are. I think they are considered good. Like. You can sit. You can like hire your your civilians as like soldiers, and it'll and it'll be bad. It'll be considered bad because you're sending your 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 civilians out to war. Yeah, that's considered bad. So that'll fuck up your like economy and shit. Yeah. When Skaven, you send your workers out, slaves and hordes, so that your good units don't get fucked up as much. You can they can tire them out with the slaves, and then you can send your guys in to fuck them up. They don't care. Yeah. So, you know, there are morally higher But at the same time, I feel like the Skaven probably, it doesn't affect them as much for the simple fact that they can reproduce. They breathe like wildfire. I've gotten heavy into the Skaven lore and their their reproduction lore is fucked. (laughs) They have have hallways of just female Skaven that are basically stuck in the wall like a fucking wild porno. Walls of them, rows of them. They just just go in and hordes the the biggest and strongest of the rats, and they just fuck them and breed in mass. Yeah, that's that's. If you're a female Skaven, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Well, it's just like uh, another reason I want to read the omnibus is that I found out lore wise with the Iron Warriors. Yeah, because you have to make more, right? You have to make more Astartes, more Space Marines. So. And with the Iron Warriors in 40k, they're labeled as traitors. Yeah. So it's not, so they're like, you know, chaos and all that. So the Imperium, they don't have the resources of the Imperium who made the Space Marines. They don't have that technology. Yeah. So they need to have, they need to figure out different technology. How do they do that? Well, what they do is they have like these females that they force to gestate an Astartes. And give birth to a full-grown Astartes. Oh, fuck. A full-grown, like, nine-foot demigod. Yeah. That is a super soldier. 
and it like eviscerates them. Uh huh. Of course. And then they use their like warp fuckery to put them back together so they can do it again. Oh my god! Like Jesus. that's the fucked up nature of you know the Iron Warriors. And I'm going that that is <laughs> that is fucked up. Yeah, no doubt. But that's Warhammer lore for you. It's it, fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the charm, though, is that there's nothing quite like it, I feel like. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing quite like the the absolute absurdity you will of never the lore. see. You will never see a uh, a title from Warhammer called, like, like Star Wars, A New Hope. Oh, never. There, never. There, there, is, there is no hope. That no, no, nope to the hope. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I, I, when you look at, like, what Skaven, like, their only reason they continue to grow is because each Skaven believes he's the best Skaven and, and is going to be the king and run the whole, you know, show. Yeah. So they're all constantly pursuing to be the best that they can and stabbing each other in the back. So they're all sneaky as fuck. They're all smart and charismatic as fuck because they know how to get into each other's heads. They've done it their whole lives trying to get ahead. And... They're rats. They reproduce like wildfire. So you have a race of absolutely pride-driven monsters that just breed like rabbits. Yeah. That's why they're so good. They don't. They, it doesn't matter if they die. There's Skaven that are three days old that have the same smarts as Skaven that are three years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, very interesting dynamic with that race. I'd love to see them in a 40K. I'm, I'm hopeful that eventually we are going to get a total war game but it's going to be 40k i don't know why they haven't done that yet honestly because of how big the battles are yeah you know they, and it would work so you could make those factions so easy in the the system we already have for warhammer total war and it and it's funny too because like in in the heresy if you read the heresy lore because it's separate there's the horus heresy era which is the year like thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and then there's 40k so after the heresy and they're they're separate. Well, if you look at the lore from the Heresy, when you look at like Space Marine Legions before they all, you know, before half of them went traitor, which is basically what the Heresy is about. Yeah. Half the Imperium turns on the Imperium. They have legions that are like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand strong. Yeah, you, that's massive. what Total War is. So yeah. when when you know they they claim in the lore of like 40k that like like if one Space Marine came to Earth, which is Terra in the lore, but mm-hmm. still, if for some reason we're not Terra, we're you know we're a forgotten species of the Imperium, and they came here to bring us under compliance under the Emperor of Mankind. Yeah. They say in the lore that like if one of them came here, they could take out. They could they could bring the world into compliance. Yeah, like Damn. one of them, a hundred of them. You know, like they they don't need very many. Yeah, you could bring an entire squad here, and they could bring the entire world to compliance. They could drop one in Russia, one in the U.S., one in China, one in Europe, like, and they just they'd fuck it up. Yeah, they'd be like, you guys are going to be compliant. Yeah. And they're like hundreds of thousands strong in the uh, in the heresy. Well, after the heresy, they have the Codex Astartes, where they're like, we're going to limit the legions to where you're, it's not legions, it's chapters now. And then your chapter is only a thousand strong. So if a chapter rebels against the Imperium, it's not going to destroy the entire Imperium. Yeah, It's not going to be enough when all the others will be like, no, fuck you, and they take you out. 
And then you have people, you have like factions that you have like legions that are like, yeah, we we aren't going to listen to that. <laughs> so yeah. you have people in the Imperium that are just like, fuck you, dude. We're it's fine, it's fine. They even have like fail safes um, into it where if something happens, they can invoke that fail safe and basically conglomerate all the chapters into one like legion mm-hmm. to then fight as one solid body of you know a hundred thousand strong. Yeah. So it no one likes to you know. No one really likes to cooperate with each other in 40K. Yeah, yeah. It's all just like, fuck you, dude, I'm a space wolf. Mm -hmm. Fuck your ultramarine bullshit. So, I really want to see a Total War, but I also don't want to see it, maybe not 40K, because that would be, if you're going to go lore-specific, then they're going to try and limit the amount of troops you can have on the field at one time. Oh, yeah. Whereas, if you have 30K... Then it makes a little more sense because then you can have the you know the traitors versus the loyalists kind oh, of a yeah. thing, and then you can have the other factions that are in thirty k. They're still Eldar. The There's... only thing they'd have to do for thirty or forty k, whichever they ha- would happen to do, um, probably forty k is what they would do because that's the most popular. Yeah, but um, they'd have to make the world map in space instead of. You would have to have you know void battles mean? included in that. It had there and there'd have to be space battles. There'd have to be you know what I mean. All kinds of de- it'd, it'd take some work to make it. It would right, but it would be cool because you could have an entire you you would have like continent sized maps probably is what it would be. But you would also have the ability to have to zoom out. Yeah, because in orbit. You could be having fights yeah. in orbit as well with Void Warfare, which they already kind of have with... Gosh, in 40k lore, you, you'd be losing planets at a time. Like, whole planets would disappear and shit, so like... Well, yeah, they you would have the Exterminatus ability, yeah. and that they probably wouldn't put that in because that would make it a little too easy. That's true. It, it'd have to be like, you know... Like a warp rocket sort of situation for like the Skaven, how you get like one, one at a time that you can craft. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like you get one nuke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like in uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert Two. Yeah. I remember playing that the with nuke the, with the boys. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, you're gonna get it now, and they're like, fuck, you got the they, nuke, didn't yeah. you? And then you drop a nuke in the middle of their fucking and base. It would, it would fucking level like. A th- Two-thirds of their fucking base. Yeah, yeah, and then you just go clean mm-hmm. up after that. I remember Command & Conquer Generals. I don't know if you ever played that yeah, one. That yeah. was my favorite one. And uh, I always played the GLA. They didn't need power to work their buildings. They were the terrorists. And my favorite thing to do was make five angry mobs, and then right behind them put as many of those tractor cannon, tractor tanks as you can. I don't know if you remember them, but it was literally a tractor with a hose on it, and it shot radioactive juice on the shit. <laughs> and I would just send the terrorists, the angry mobs, you know, shooting their guns into the air in, and then I would just hose them down with the radioactive shit, and the units couldn't move because they were surrounded. Yeah. They'd just drown in fucking rads for the GLA, you know? I, it'd be nice if the RTS stuff would get... Those were so good. Yeah. I love those games, man. I still play the original Dawn of War. Yeah. I still play it to this day, and you have to do so much shit to it because it doesn't... It wasn't meant to operate 
on systems as powerful as we have today. Really? Is it like bugging or something? What's what, the deal? What it is is like uh, whenever I go into it is, you know, in order to move the camera around, you would, you know, your cursor to, you know, whatever side of the screen to try and pan it that way. Or, you know, you can use like, you know. The direct- the, directional the, pad? Yeah, you can use that. But it's like it just, boom, it just shoots. Oh, yeah. To where it's hard to maneuver around the map to see what's going on. Do you have too much frame rate or something? It's like zooming it? Because I know some games, when the frame rate's high, it will speed things up. Yeah, I think that's the problem with it. You probably got like 300 frames a second. It's like... Yeah, because it came out in 2004. Back that thing was that thing could probably ran at sixty frames per second on a Dell laptop. Two thousand four I mean? was like right around the time we started to get dual core processors, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is fucking Holy amazing!" Shit. It's like we have two processors, but it's one, and it's like, yeah. Now we're up to like you can get thread rippers now that have like sixty four yeah. processors in it. That it costs three grand for that processor, yeah. but it's like. Holy shit, Batman. Imagine showing... You know, way back when, when computers were first invented, they were like, they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And they just got smaller and smaller and stronger. It's so funny how they thought that. Yeah, yeah. When when, uh, the first computer took up like a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And it had eight megabytes of hard drive space. And a hard drive was like the size of a fucking truck yeah yeah and the heat it would generate they had to bring cooling units in around it because it would melt the the paint off the walls in there for eight megabytes of fucking storage dog yeah that's not even a song and then you know in the two uh the ps2 the playstation 2 days and you had a memory card and memory that mem- chip yeah and that memory card was eight megabytes and it was like it you could fit it in the palm of your uh-huh. hand you know you throw it in your pocket and you go and play a game at your buddy's house and you're like hey man check out my save game i remember the cases had a little spot above where the game went where you could click your memory card in inside was, the case it was best for like you know final fantasy games and stuff yeah. that took hours to play through mm-hmm. and to where i knew i knew of um, I knew a guy in school. He showed me the save game. It was before the, it, you know, it was during the PS2 years, but it was PS1. He had Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and he had 700 hours into this save game <laughs> because he was trying to get every little thing that you could possibly get out of it. So he was trying to, you know, do every basically hundred percent it, basically. Yeah. But this was before achievements. So you just had to think, know that you, where everything was. It was, yeah. And it was, you know, the early stage of the internet. So it was just starting to get to the point where you could Google, like, yeah. you know, things that you might have missed, and try and then go and find it. Yeah. But it's not like today where you can just search on YouTube and be like, how do I beat this boss? Yeah. And they're like, dude, you got to do this and this. This is the strategy. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then easily, like Metal Gear Solid 1. Um, what is it? The Mantis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll read your memory card. Yeah. So I you remember. Had to, you, the only way to beat him was to take the controller out of port slot two. and put it in slot 2. And who the fuck figured that out on their that, own? That, that is fucking the strategy guide is how motherfuckers figured that out. I'm telling you. There ain't no way anybody thought to do that. I remember playing that when I was a kid with my cousin Josh. I remember him going, hey, I see you play Crash Bandicoot. He would say shit like that. He'd read your memory card to you. 
That is, you don't understand how fucking high tech that was back then for the motherfucker to read your memory card and have voice lines for like every possible game. He was like, I think he was just like, oh, what was it? You're. Uh, he he brought up that I was on a certain boss in Resident Evil Four. That's where my save was. Are you stuck on this boss? You've been there a while. And he was talking about Resident Evil Four. I'm pretty sure I can't remember what boss it is. A big cheese or something. I can't remember, but. And it just blew my mind as a kid. I yeah. wasn't mentally prepared for this fucker to read my memory card. And so now cool. we're in the days of early access, and yeah. like games aren't fixed well, and they launch half-ass done. And yeah. And games just don't have the passion I feel like they used to. You remember in Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, where you could shoot, um, what the fuck was his name? The End? The End. You could shoot him in that three-second moment before that cutscene ends and he'd fucking die and you wouldn't have to kill him in the in the battle or you could save your game and wait a week and he would die of old age you could kill him three different ways in the game you could you could do that and then you could uh um there was also a fourth way really yeah there was a fourth way the um so you could use your trank gun and all you did was use your trank gun oh yeah you never actually kill him you could do that with all the bosses too, couldn't you? Yeah, I think you could do that with all of them. Um, fear, I think, is the one you could you take had his camo. You could take his camo if you did that. So yeah, that was the way that you gained the end's camo, which meant that when you had that camo on, your um, your like stealth was always at ninety nine percent. Yeah. So it was like it was damn near impossible for people to see. You. It made your hunger deplete rapidly, though, when you wore it, like like five times as quick. I don't. I don't remember that, but it was I, the I fear. Just, that was the fear. Oh, his okay. outfit would make your. It, it was like you were invisible. If you weren't moving, you could not be spotted. But your hunger would deplete rapidly. You'd have to eat a ton. Yeah, because of his like intense uh, metabolism or some shit. Uh, I hear they're remaking that. Yeah, I got a fucking chub when I seen that fucking trailer. Did you see that shit? I haven't seen the trailer. No, I saw it, that they're re, they're they're re-releasing like the collection. It's literally a helicopter goes by, and then you see Snake's head pop up with the headband in the weeds, and he's just staring at it as it goes by. That's all it is. But you could tell it's Snake Eater. There's no that you you know it's Snake Eater when yeah. you see it. I really wish that they would do the original on PS One. Yeah, you're talking about Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah, the oh, one. Yeah. I, not the ones on NES because they oh, have some PlayStation. On, yeah, the one okay. on PlayStation. Is that the one where he fights Solid or Liquid Snake? Or uh, is that two? The the original one. The original one was uh, on PS One. That's the one that's like Mantis. And, oh yeah, that's right. Um, all that. It has a lot more to do with the Metal Gears. Two Two was the one that pissed people off because you play the whole game as Raiden. Yeah. And you're like, wait, where's Snake? Yeah. But you find out. You know, I mean, you pretty much knew immediately that Pliskin was Snake. Yeah. It was just a different, like, he was a support character in this story. Yeah. But that was where you fought, like, Vamp and shit. So, I I need to I need to finally go through and finish Phantom Pain. I still haven't finished. You haven't? No. I haven't. You haven't seen that final cutscene? No. Oh, my God. I'm glad you said that, because I was about to spill some beans there for a minute. I, I still haven't done it. It's... I don't I like say, I don't like how they took out the like because all the other ones felt like a giant interactive movie. Oh yeah. Whereas this is like cut into missions. And yeah, like it, you it deploy. definitely feels more gamey yeah. than the other ones did. I'll agree with that. I also want that if they 
if PlayStation would just release um, Metal Gear Solid Four. Oh man, that game gave me closure. Steam, that game gave me closure. If if they would release that on Steam, I'd buy that in a heartbeat because that that game I fucking applauded after I finished. Dude, that that, that game. game that game legitimately. I watched a playthrough. It gave me fucking closure on the series for so long. I didn't have a clue what the fuck was going on. Like truthfully, I didn't have an full idea of the scope and exactly the where the tree branches properly. Yeah. My 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 memory's fo- or like my my lore was foggy of how everything came to be. But four, it just it it sets the record straight and it is like painfully emotional. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Not only that, it it gave you things to think about because a whole new perspective on characters that you just ugh, like crazy. that yeah the the thing that made you think about it was that like the the governments had like this big giant system where like their smart guns this yeah. was before smart guns were even really a thing you mm-hmm. know this was back in like 2008 is when this came out and they you know, and so they, their their concept was like these smart guns, and it was like you know if you weren't authorized to use it, then you couldn't use it, and then like the big bad hacks into the system and disables everybody's fucking guns. Yeah, and it was just like that. So you think something is a good idea because mm-hmm. it sounds and then it like, backfires hard, and then it can backfire on you as well. So it was like it gave you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... like I like games and movies like that that just they they cause you to think about things like mm-hmm. i saw oppenheimer last yeah. weekend yeah and it gave you it gave you things to think about that you know you may not generally think about but whenever they put it in that situation you go yeah. oh that's fucking wild you know like he knew what he was kind of doing but he didn't really know what he was doing yeah you know, until it happened, and he was like, oh, shit, like, we are in a completely different world now because I made this bomb. Yeah. And it, it talks about how he was like, dude, don't don't go with a hydrogen. If you make a hydrogen bomb, then that's telling Russia that it's possible to make a hydrogen bomb, yeah. and they're going to make a hydrogen yeah. bomb. And then they're, they're, they were like, well, if it's possible, then who's to say that they don't make it, and then we have to fucking catch up. So then it became an arms race yeah. on who can make the biggest thing, and now here we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's... You need to finish the Phantom Pain. I I know, I because know. Because... That sucks, it, dude. If, if I was, you know, 13 again... You'd do it in two days. I'd do it in two days. Yeah. But now I'm... I'm a fucking old man. That, that game, it, it wasn't... It wasn't like four where it gave me like closure, but it was it was an unbelievable shock, and it melded with the original storyline, pretty much perfect the way they did it. And well, I don't think you'll have any idea until you see it. You'll have no clue. The shock it is is so shocking, like when you find out the real key part of the story, you don't know. Because that game's confusing. You don't really know what's going on. You don't know what's going on in most of them. Yeah, they're, they're so. Yeah. It's that whole es, you know tactical espionage mm-hmm. thing that you know you we played that game. We played like the original Metal Gear Solid game multiple times, mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, 
and you still were just like, oh man, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about And you about find that. new stuff every time you went through it, too. It's the same thing with books. You know, you read a, I'll read a Warhammer book, and I'm like, I totally forgot you about that. You didn't even book. know that, or you find a detail you forgot or didn't realize. Or you know more about it from yeah. a different story, and then you're like, oh shit, that it makes gives more you sense. insight on something. Yeah. yeah. Though that's, that's one of the reasons why I like the, the, you know, Warhammer, I like the, you know, I like video games because they can, they're not time constrainted like yeah. movies can be, where movies are just like, dude, I'd like to know more about this, or I'd like to know more about that. Yeah, you can't when fit they enough credits, into an hour and a half or two hours. When they run credits on a movie, whenever like, all this shit, weird shit happened, and then, you know, it gets to, like, look at Tropic Thunder. Yeah. So Tropic Thunder, you have the whole movie, right? And then it like it ends because they evacuate from the area. And then a part of you is just like, yeah, but what happened when they went home? You had all this character development, and it's like, what happened whenever they went home, back mm-hmm. to their normal lives? Yeah. You know, what happens when this crazy shit happened, you know, with Arnold getting his identity stolen and... You know, all this, and then it all this stuff came out, and it's like, what was the fallback from that? You yeah. don't get those parts of the story, because they don't want to tell that part of the story. They're like, it went to the conclusion, and mm-hmm. we ended it. And and I, like I said earlier, I think two hours just isn't enough. Like, I feel like a lot of movies, I don't start being attached to the character until the later half of the movie, because I need that time to get attached. So that's another reason I like anime is a lot of times I'll give you a couple episodes to get used to them, and then the nitty-gritty starts. Yeah. That's why I like, you know, longer stuff, but... That was the only time, the only time, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock after school, from 4 to 4.30, that was whenever my brother and I refused to beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Because Dragon Ball Z was on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Gotta watch Dragon Ball. You had to watch Dragon Ball. I'm gonna say it right now, before you say anything else. GT, not a fan. No. I wasn't a fan. I. They, no. they, you want to know why? You want to know why? They made Vegeta a bitch. He used technology to obtain a transformation, right? Yeah. And he took offense to a comment about his looks and he changed it. His his daughter says, Dad, you look creepy with a mustache. And he shaves it. He's like, oh, my feelings, my Saiyan pride. Like, what the fuck? This is Vegeta. This motherfucker used to pop planets with his finger, and you're trying to tell me that he got offended over a mustache comment? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> and then she fucking, Bulma's like, oh, I got technology that'll shoot radiation into your S cells, and it'll make you transform into, a, you know, the monkey race. You know, the, the you know, Saiyan, half Saiyan, half, you know, Super Saiyan, or the whatever. Super Saiyan 4. Super Saiyan 4, the, the you know, the, the monkey he, with 80s yeah, pants on, yeah, with yeah. eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. And he was like, yes, Bulma, hit me with the radiation, Bulma. You know, she does it, and then he's able to transform. You know what Vegeta would say in Z? Out of here, woman. I must obtain it myself. Yeah. My Saiyan pride is all I need. That's what he'd say. I'm pretty sure that GT wasn't officially signed off Mm-mm. on, though, by the, it's not canon. by the original creator. But either way, I'd just like to put that out there. Not a fan of GT. Super, I have I have. I some, fuck with Super. I, I have some reservations about it. Yeah. Because now it's getting to the point where you're just like, it, it's obscene. Yeah. The power yeah. The levels. power creep is real in yeah. that show. Like, I don't know, are you keeping up with the manga at all? No, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay away from it. So you, the, don't, you don't want to know anything? Well, I've, I've caught bits and pieces uh-huh. of things, 
but I'm trying to limit how much I know because I know Super's about ready to start up yeah. and like next year is it? Yeah. Well, I won't spoil I think it is next year. I think so. But I won't spoil anything. But what I will say is some of the stuff like the way the battles are going and the way they're showing more power is half of it's uncreative in my opinion, the way they're going about it, and the other half is so absurd it's almost comical. Okay. If that makes sense. Like it's they're trying so hard it's almost silly. Yeah. In my opinion. And I love Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball, but I will spoil one thing and it's just the color of the transformation. Okay, just one thing. And I just feel like it's uncreative. Frieza's newest transformation, he's just black. He's just black. That's it. He goes from gold to black. And when I say he is yeah, he goes from gold to black. Basically this is I'm not going to spoil anymore, but I just feel like changing the color palette each. Well, like, isn't Vegeta's ultra ego purple? Is it? I I want to say that's what uh, at least that's what people are speculating. May, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I'm not completely caught up now because after I seen some stuff, but I was you know like, that th- there's that. Yeah. Now now they're branching off to where uh-huh. Goku's ultra instinct and now yeah. they're claiming that he's ultra ego. Yeah. And so yeah, I I have some reservations about that, but I also think it's because I grew up watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And I I love, you know, I love all that. Yeah. And now it is getting into the ridiculous. But I also kind of like the ridiculous because yeah. I'm getting more Dragon Ball. I'm okay Ball anyway. with ridiculous. I just want them to be a tad bit more creative with the transformations because yeah. I feel like just changing the color isn't quite enough for me. Because you remember back in Z, the difference between Super Saiyan one and two, he had the lightning effects and the hair was spikier. There yeah. were differences visually. And then three, he lost his eyebrows. Yeah, got a little bit bigger, and his hair went down to his ass. He kind of went Neanderthal. Too. Yeah, yeah, he went straight monkey mode. You know, and. I just don't see that as much now. I feel like they're just changing the color of the hair and the aura. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I like it. I, you know, when Vegeta or Goku goes uh, Kaioken times 10 while he's blue, it's got the red and the blue aura. That's cool. It is cool. I just want more visually, like, aesthetic changes than just color. Even Ultra Instinct was, they changed the color. Yeah. But it was also, like, that weird, like, white. Yeah, aura. he had a silver. His his tr- the way they traced him, he was silver. Yeah, his trace was silver all the way around. His I, hair was silver too. I enjoyed that as well. But no, whenever you just are like, because they went like red and then yeah. they went blue. It was just like, come on, guys. That that's what I. That's my only complaint with the transformations. I want more creativity. But at the same time, I believe uh, who's the guy's name that that made it? Tora Toriyama. Toriyama, yeah. You know, he basically admitted that, you know, the reason they do that is because it's easier to animate. Yeah, because all they got to, yeah. So, and in the manga, they don't have to color it. Yeah. So it's just like visually, re- like the representation is just like, oh, he, he glints red. That's all you get. Yeah. So it's, it's so easy. I, I acknowledge that it's, it's a complaint on our end, but I also understand why they did it. Yeah. It's just, we, we need to get to a different point. A different level where it's like now it's just because for I mean in Dragon Ball Z they could kill planets yeah you from know, a very early yeah, and now they like, can wipe out like universes like Frieza, Frieza destro- was destroying planets before he had even trained an hour in his life yeah like he'd been lazy up till that point and he could you know 
Yeah, that's that's how they took out Planet Vegeta. Yeah. So yeah, it's I'm I'm I want it to start back up. You know, I've I I remember I took uh, I took the kiddo to go see the Brawly movie. Yeah. Whenever it came out in theaters. I think I was with you, wasn't I? Oh uh, yeah, 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 I was with yeah, you. Yeah, I think you went with us. Yeah, that shit was fire. You know, and like, but she's not really into the whole Dragon Ball stuff as much as I am, and I also take that as, it's probably because you know it's it's. It's got a lot of male influence in yeah, it. Yeah, and not only that, you have you have uh, you know your childhood bias. Yeah, that was your shit when you were a kid. Yeah, my nostalgia is also your nostalgia, feeding that. Yeah. So I understand why you know she likes you know My Hero Academia. Animation looks better. There's more playful characters. Yeah, but there's girly characters in My Hero. Yeah, there is no girly characters in in Dragon Ball. Even in Super, when they add female characters, they're just ripped. They're basically just dudes with tits. Like, if I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. look at the female Saiyans. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know. That's something I hope that Super brings in, is I want to see Vegeta go to Universe 6's Planet Vegeta. Planet Vegeta, yeah, I do want to see that. that I want to see how see the other Saiyans, you know, react to somebody that is the prince of all Saiyans yeah. in all... In and Universe wonder, 7. Another thing I want to know is if they have the legend of the legendary Super Saiyan that protects against gods. And if they would think that that is Vegeta because he's obtained blue. But at the same time, he taught all them yeah. how to go Yeah, but that's Super not Saiyan. that's not the that's not the legend. The legend is the red glint. Yeah. But he's got the one above that, the blue glint. Yeah. That'd be like... Oh. I, I, imagine, imagine if, like, you know... Like Jesus showed up in Jerusalem just out of nowhere, everybody be like, "Whoa!" You know? I don't know, man. We might kill him again. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> somebody might put a somebody might take his ass out, turn water to wine, and all that. I, I have a feeling if Jesus came back, mm-hmm. there still people would be like, "Get the fuck out of here! You ain't no Jesus." Be like, nah, nah. This is an all for me, dog. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Yeah, they, they there would be disbelief. Yeah, and he'd be like, "No, it's legit." Like, no, I am. I am your Lord and Savior. And they'd just be like. Not mine, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, I'm I'm gonna say that we should probably call it here mm-hmm. because we're where again, are we at over the two hour mark. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it goes so quick. Doesn't it does. It? it does. And I was just thinking to myself, man, we're probably at the hour and a half. He's like, "Yep, we're over two hours." Yeah. It it, it sneaks away from you. I guess as time goes on, we'll get a little more mindful of... Yeah, that's true. Last time I was like, we're getting nearing an hour, and you're like, we're two hours and ten in. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So, episode two, obviously, whenever I, you know, try and edit this down a little bit, you know, I, there's no sense in having, you know, a bunch of dead space to mm-hmm. have dead space, so... There's it, only a few spots in there I think you need to. But. Yeah, so, you know, once I edit it down, I'll listen to the whole thing and just fucking hate myself the whole time <laughs> because hearing myself talk, that's what I don't understand about politicians. You know, I don't understand Trump enjoying hearing himself speak. I just, I don't, I don't, I can't grasp that level yeah. of narcissism. I and I yeah me too. You see, I'm a narcissist hardcore. I'm I'm so full of myself in so many ways. Well, it's but, different being full of yourself, and it's a different thing of like you know what loving the mm, sound of your voice. Yeah, like that's a next level narcissism. You I'm, know, I'm all for like arrogance. Like when I'm around a bunch of dudes, I'm like I'm gonna show them how much bigger my genitals are than theirs. But when I'm speaking, <laughs> I don't want to hear my own voice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so, weird. 
It's like max level narcissism. So, uh, we'll, we'll leave you, you know, hopefully, you know, I, the audio sounds a little bit better this time around. Um, we, we did some altercation, you know, some alterations to it and trying to make it sound a little bit better, but we're fine tuning it. Hopefully we'll get there eventually. And, um, you know, as always do fun shit, you know, mm-hmm. if it ain't hurting anybody, fuck them. They can have a problem with it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't enjoy what them. you enjoy. Just like we've been talking about, you know, we're a couple nerds that enjoy things that other people don't enjoy and that's fine. I feel like the amount of people that are enjoying these things are growing rapidly, so... Yeah, know. yeah, and and that's always fun to see. It's fun to see people just, you know, enjoying shit because they enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to... Don't... You don't have to justify why you enjoy something mm-hmm. as long as just enjoy it. Yeah. You know? And... Again, let's get back to the, you know, American way of you're not my real dad. Exactly. Let's spread it out. Dude in uh, Belgium, you know, say it to somebody sometime. Just be like, you're not my real dad. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. Let them know whenever they talk some shit. So with that, peace out, guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya.